The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Rosa Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hey, y'all. I am super excited about this week's episode, and I just want y'all to know and notice, girl, we have a new look, sis. I'm going to get into that in a second, but before we even get into the little announcements, I just want to start off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We are on the 100th episode and girl, girl, I cannot even believe that I have made it past, you know, 50 episodes, but to get to 100, sis, I am just so blown away by God because (laughs) girl, there were so many times I really wanted to just be like, why am I podcasting, Lord? I don't even know what I'm doing. Is what I'm even saying helping people? And y'all just continue to show up and listen. But not only that, y'all continue to show up and share. Y'all continue to show up and just truly, truly, truly give the podcast, you know, its due diligence of sharing with other people, sharing with me on Instagram how it's helped you. And it just warms my heart so, so, so much. So, I'm so forever grateful to all the people who have rocked with me thus far, who have listened, downloaded, and shared. It makes my heart so happy. So we're going to get into the episode. So first and foremost, definitely follow me on Instagram at Therapy is a Christian and at Raza Renee. Since we have a new look, I am going hard in the paint, sis, with making sure that y'all get the level up content. And it is so exciting to me because I love creating content and kind of being at this new space, it's allowed me to be able to do so. And I've gotten excited about podcasting again. So definitely follow me on IG, share this episode with someone that you know that might be struggling in their business or just struggling mindset wise with focusing in there on their business. As well as if you enjoyed the episode, definitely leave a review, leave a review on Apple iTunes as to why you love the episode why you love the podcast. I love reading y'all's reviews. It makes me so happy and just continues to empower me to want to continue to do this. So a couple of quick announcements. Like I said, we have a new look and I want to definitely shout out Tatum Tamia and her team at Anchored Media because honestly, the level up was tied to so many things, but I really want to just like shout out my sis because she really, really has a vision to put out the good news of the kingdom in the airways. And it means so much to me that my podcast is, you know, one of those podcasts that's chosen for that. And so I appreciate Tatum's vision. I appreciate her team. And I just want to shout her out and just tell her verbally thank you and give her flowers in a very vocal way and just show my appreciation to her. So shout out to Anchor Media and Tatum Tamia. And so we're just going to kind of get into the episode. So a part of this episode came up from my own personal struggles, but also in really just helping y'all understand a little bit in a deeper way how going to therapy helps you way more than just dealing with 
past issues, but also dealing with very present issues and the things that you're working towards with ambition, things you're working towards and trying to accomplish. And it really, really can show up in different ways for different people. And it's very important to have these discussions because I think that we can sometimes and I don't mean this in a like way that can, you know, make things seem like we can't overcome it. But sometimes we just waddle in the things that we've been through and we don't really want to address it because we think that it doesn't matter. And so I am really here to address the mindset towards why we're not showing up, why we're not being obedient, why we are continuing to just not be God's best, like do the things that God has called us to do to be God's best. He is so faithful to us. And many of us stay in a place of just complacency and or don't show up or don't obey or don't rest or don't, you know, give it our 100% best because we've been through things that have impacted the way we show up that have impacted the way we deal with things, that have impacted our reactions to a lot of the things that we want to accomplish. And so I'm operating in a place of love and compassion, but also like, sis, it's time to work on it. So this episode is going to be titled, you know, how trauma impacts the way you show up in your business. And I'm only going to speak into the lens of business for this because I get a lot of questions about you know, how do I stay on top of the things that I'm doing? How do I put out the things that I'm doing? And let me just preface this to say that owning a business is not easy. I definitely see myself as a very new entrepreneur in that I'm not fully working in my business by itself. I still have a nine to five, but I've been working slowly in the last probably about three and a half years in trying to push past a lot of the mindset things that have stopped me from showing up. But additionally with that, I think we also need to address how trauma can impact that. And so I'm going to really, really delve into this in a way that will help you understand why you self-sabotage, why you may struggle with insecurity, why you may not show up the way that you want to, why you may start an idea, then stop, why you have problems with inconsistency, why you may struggle with imposter syndrome, and just all of these things that the world has kind of labeled as. But I really want to address the reasons as to why trauma might be showing up that may be impacting the way you show up in your business. So I have a couple points. I have two points that are going to kind of frame this. And then I have four points that are going to map out how you can overcome this. So the biggest reason why trauma shows up, if I can just give a little brief definition of trauma, trauma being an event or a series of events that might have impacted you in some way, shape or form. And sometimes trauma can be an event. Sometimes trauma can be the way we respond or our response from something. And when something happens over time, continuously, it may be normalized to where we may not even see it as unhealthy or it might be traumatic. So for example, you might have been in, and I'm going to give a very, 
I won't even say a light example because I don't ever want to identify someone else's trauma as light because it can be overwhelming. But let's just say you might have struggled with daddy issues and your daddy issues might be in the sense of you didn't have a father growing up. How that may seem as normal because it was never really something that was an event or something that happened one time, but over the course of not really having a male figure relationship, your identifying factor of or your identifier of having relationships with men might have been traumatic because of that thing being missing in your life. And so a lot of times it really impacts the way we engage in relationships. It might impact the way that you deem males to be respectable. It might impact the way you look at men overall. And so because of that, your lens and the way you look at certain things might be different based off someone else who might have grown up with a very involved father. That doesn't mean their story is their story is better or worse. It just means that your reaction to a lot of things might be different because of that being a part of your story. So in saying that to say, going into how some of this can be impactful, I also want to deem this to say that I will never, ever say that just because something might have happened in your life, that Jesus isn't over all of it. There are so many things that have been impactful in my life in a positive, negative way. But I will always say that Jesus has always been the rock above all of those things. And I think in order to kind of begin to address this stuff, we have to know that on the front end. Because we can't stay in a place of woe is me because these things have happened. It's very easy to stay in that place, but we overcome with the victory of Christ. And with that being said, and taking it a step further going into therapy, we have to also understand that that is a tool to help us to understand the power in a practical way that Christ walked this earth to overcome for us. That's the solid point of our foundation, of our faith that Jesus lives and because he lives and because he's our example, that we can overcome the rejection. We can overcome the imposter syndrome. We can overcome the self-sabotage. We can overcome the fear. But a part of it is us identifying that at the beginning because that is the piece that the world is missing. The world will always tell you that you have to figure this out on your own and you got to do this, 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 and that. Every expert out there, but to understand the solid point and the solid foundation is Christ. And there's nothing that can deem or be above that because there is nothing above God. And so I just want to preface by saying that first before I get into my points, because In starting this off to say one of the biggest things that impacts us with us showing up in our business is knowing our identity. Because here's the thing, over the course of your life, you have been shaped by your experiences. You have been shaped by the things people have said to you. You have been shaped by the events that have happened to you. You've been shaped by the things and the events that may have happened to other people that are close to you. You've been shaped by the people that have left you. You have been shaped by the experiences beyond experiences. And so over time, these things shape your identity and the way you look at yourself. And the the biggest factor in being a business owner is how you look at you. 
because you're the one showing up to have to be the one to run the business, to do the business. Even the person, if you're in a career that you're aspiring to do, you have to show up. You have to give your best. And if you're someone who wants to give your best, or if you're someone who doesn't really necessarily want to give your best, that all ties into the way you look at yourself. And that can be so, so challenging to also think about because many times we don't want to deal with us. This is why a lot of people don't go to counseling. This is why a lot of people say they want the results, but they're not willing to do the work. This is why a lot of people say they want to really have a relationship with God, but won't take the step to really, really get to know God. Won't take the step to find out about who Christ was. Won't take the step to do those things. And not in a shame manner, but it just means coming out of the place of comfortability to take the step into uncomfortability, which you don't know what that looks like. And so with that being said, your identity ties to everything in the way you do and move. If you're someone who has just always been confident, you may have had in your life someone constantly telling you who you are, constantly saying you're the best, constantly saying you can be the best, constantly saying you worked so hard and did such a great job. That was a positive impact in your life that shaped your identity. So because of that, you can now see yourself as someone who can show up, who can do their best, who can give their all, who can work hard, who can show up and be the woman of God that you've been called to be, because that was such an ingrained part of your identity versus someone else who may not have had that. And because of that, their viewpoint of themselves is really low. Their viewpoint of themselves is tied to a lot of comparison. Their viewpoint of themselves is tied a lot to not dealing with the things. And so a lot of this is we don't want to address this with God. And because we don't want to address it with God, we tend to stay in a place of, or I'll take that back and say, we may want to address this with God, but then we don't further move past to then begin to put the actions in place to show up the way that we're supposed to, like being obedient. Like when we get the confirmation, being like, okay, I'm going to now go do it. Like when we get the information, we then apply it versus just kind of getting information and not doing anything with it. And so your identity is so tied to who you are that it impacts the way that you show up. And so when I ask this question, it's, you know, who are you? Who are you? One time my therapist asked me this question, and this is a question that I do sometimes ask, you know, my friends of like, when they say things, I'm like, what is it that you want? What is it you really saying you want? Because underneath all of those feelings and thoughts of feeling like you're not perfect, you're not okay enough to go do this, or you may self-sabotage, underlying there's a lot of wants and desires that if you just put the right steps in place, you can overcome it. Because here's the thing, God always has a way out. Like, I think we don't understand that at times spiritually because we think that we stay in such a world that God is not above. When the children of Israel left Egypt, God figured out a way to get them out so much so by finding a path in the middle of the ocean. He had Moses part the sea and they walked on dry land to get to the other side to get out of Egypt. 
And so the same God who can make a way in getting out of situations for us is the same God that is over the world to where when we look at the world and the current standard of what it is, he is able to help us overcome those standards of what we think we can't do. But the problem that we have is that a lot of us don't know our identity. We can't identify that the business or the thing that God has given us to do is good enough. We don't understand that the business and the idea that God has given us to do is the standard at which we're supposed to do it for him. We don't understand that the identity that we have and the things that have been poured into us, whether it be in the world's mind, negative or positive, has an impact and a positive influence on us to be able to show up. And so because we look at everything that's negative, we don't show up. And we allow the traumas that we've been through to impact us. We make them as excuses. We use the things that are around us to not show up. And that's not your identity, sis. Your identity is so centered in God that you have been made to accomplish these things. And so I want us to really also look at the lens that we have been given because of also some trauma we might have experienced. And here's another thing I wanted to say before I get into that. Trauma impacts what you see, because what happens is, is when we've been accustomed to something for so long, we then really deem that as normal. I'll give you an example. I have a very close relationship to my mom. I love my mom. We're super close, so on and so forth. However, about four years ago, I started to notice that our relationship was extremely enmeshed in that we would just be extremely, extremely open and vulnerable, where it became to a point where I always trumped my mama's opinion over everything. And it really wasn't until I started to, me and my husband, now husband, were dating and he was talking about getting married and he was like, you know, you rely on your mom a lot. You rely on her opinion a lot, Rosalind. And It impacted a lot of the things that I chose to do because I always thought, what would my mom say or what would my mom do? And not in saying that is a negative thing because our relationship has had many positive results from us being so close, but it also impacted the way that I was decisive. So sometimes the way that you look at things have been because of the people that have been around you. So for example, you might not step out because you're fearful. So that might have been because maybe growing up, a lot of the things that you desired were encouraged. You might be good at something and you weren't ever really told go after it or it wasn't encouraged. You might be someone that is extremely funny. And because you were extremely funny, people saw that as you're a disruption. You're too talkative. And that might have been a thing that might have been a benefit or a gift, but because it was maybe shut down or over time, it just wasn't encouraged. You saw it as a negative. And that might have been a gift that you could have tapped into that God might have given you to be able to do the things that you need to do. And so it can be really hard to identify that because it has a lot to do with our lens. It has a lot to do with us putting on this lens of what the standard of the world says we have to be, or the standard of the world says our parents said we have to be, or the standard of the world says, like, go to college, go get a job. Not saying that that's bad because I have a master's degree in something that is benefiting you all now. But in the same sense, there are times I thought to myself, what benefit does this have? However, 
This is why I always go back to God being the point. God always reminded me and pushed me to go to school. He reminded me and pushed me into the things that I am doing. And so when I'm talking about this being about knowing your identity, you have to know the things you're good at. You have to know the things that you are solely equipped to do. If you've been led down a path to do something that you, in your eyes, you're like, I don't understand why I'm doing this, but it's always coming back up. Follow suit to what you're being prompted to do by Holy Spirit. Follow suit into that because you don't even recognize that those small ideas and those small steps matter so, so much long term. Another reason why our lens could be impacted is we may not have grown up seeing somebody be completely on it or go after their dreams. And so because of that, we might think that, again, we procrastinate. We're indecisive. We have anxiety with things. We don't see people being accountable. We don't see people being stretched past their limit from taking steps forward. We don't see that. And so we don't think it's possible because we haven't seen it. Or if we have seen it, we oftentimes think, am I able to do it this way? And so you have to really be very clear on having good habits and the things that you want to do is so important. And I'm getting into the points to overcome now. So I'm going to wait. I have one more thing. And so the last thing that I talked about with the lens is that we have to understand that within business, there is so much, especially now, and it depends upon the type of business you have, because you may have a very front facing business where you're the face of the business. You may have a business that's not where you're not the front face of the business, but you still have to show up. You still have to be the one to show and show prove. And so because of that, we have to also take into account the things that trigger us the things that show up for us, the things that can be trigger points to make us stop, like self-sabotage, rejection, procrastination, distractions, comparison, insecurities, lack of worthiness, feeling like we are overwhelmed easily, feeling as though we're not in the space of genius that we're supposed to work in. For example, you may not be very administrative, but you are extremely visionary. That means you need to connect with someone who is administrative, who may not be a visionary, but they themselves can really operate in a place of tasks-oriented activities to help you get your vision out, but also give you a to-do list to run by. Because you may do well with a to-do list, but you may not be the one to create the to-do list. Operating in a place of where you know you're good at is knowing your identity. And sometimes you are doing a lot yourself in the beginning, but that's when you connect with someone who can hold you accountable. That's when you connect with a circle of people who have those gifts, who can talk you through it. You might be an executor, but you don't do strategy, which basically means you don't know the one, two, three, four, and the five to make it better. But you are someone, once you have the clarity, you go after it. And that's cool, but you really have to be able to know that identity for yourself. And so with that being said, if you are someone that lacks confidence, get with someone who's confident to pour into you, to tell you who you are, to help remind you of what you've been called to do, to also help you identify where are those areas of lack of confidence. But really, more importantly, we have to be open to addressing the issues that we don't want to deal with. 
And this is where I go into why therapy is important, because if we don't begin to work on the things that we are called to, we will continue to not work on things and nothing will work. And I say this to say we have to do things with God. We have to work on things with God. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Another translation says that allow God to change your thoughts. The Bible also talks about being a man of understanding, seeking wisdom. We have become so accustomed to our own wisdom, our own understanding, our own way of doing things that we won't even seek our creator to understand the way in which the world operates is under the father. And so because of that, we just continue to choose and go in our own way because we think that God don't know what he's talking about. We would rather stay in a place of seeking after people or looking at everybody else's success because of what they've done. Instead of seeking after God who knows above all those things. And we don't have the patience to be patient with God. And patient, not only be patient, but really just be obedient. But a lot of times we don't obey because we have a lot of things that we're trying to overcome. And here's the thing. God looks at us with eyes of compassion. This is why when Jesus came and people came to him and they said, this is my issue, Jesus healed them and told them to go on their way and sin no more. He knew that a lot of times they couldn't even go on their way because he had to heal them first. They couldn't even go on their way to go do the things they were called to do because he had to walk them through the process. This is why the disciples were with him for so long. They walked with him. They watched him. Jesus knew that they had to go fulfill the promise of sharing the good news of the kingdom. But he also knew that he had to show them how to do it. And so because sometimes we don't want to be shown by God because we think we know everything, we stay in the same place of not accomplishing what we need to do. We further don't show up in our business. We further don't show up for the people that we've been called to serve. We further don't show up the way that we're supposed to. And so I want to preface this to say that we have to first point in overcoming this is we have to begin to really understand what we've been called to and work on it. Work on us. This is why I say go to counseling. This is why I did the webinar, Help Me Find a Therapist, because I want to give you the steps in the beginning so you don't even have to try to Google, have to try to go through months and months of procrastinating on your own. I'm going to give you everything you need, sis. If you need help finding a therapist, please go to the show notes to see this. Click the link. See how you can be able to be changed by just making the starting steps to find somebody. The second point in being able to overcome this is we have to know and have self-awareness of these things. So self-awareness is a muscle. Being able to have have the, I want to say the introspection, have the ability to identify, have the wisdom to pull things out and understand for yourself why you reacted that way is a muscle. And we have to begin to build the self-awareness muscle for ourselves. Because if we don't do that, then what's going to happen is we'll be out here just doing things and won't be aware of why we're doing it. This is where I come back to identity. This also where I come back as to understanding your why. The third thing as to how we overcome this is being faithful. 
being faithful and not only being faithful into the things that you are called to do, but also being faithful and diligently working on yourself, diligently working on your growth. This is why, again, I say therapy is a tool. It's a tool in your toolbox to go to because there are going to be moments where you're going to be challenged and you're not going to feel like, am I even doing what I'm so There are so many times where I've looped up in the sky and be like, God, what am I doing? But each day is a step because each day is not perfect, but each day gets me steps forward to what I've been, been purposed to do. But also knowing that faithfulness a little at a time grows. My therapist said something to me once and she said, Rosalind, you know that you don't have to overkill every day, right? And I was like, what do you mean? She said, you try to pack so much into your day and you don't give yourself the grace to just do a little at a time. And she was like, you're a flower. You can water yourself a little bit or you can water each thing you do just a little bit. It doesn't have to be so pressed and pushed hard. And in my mind, I thought to myself, that's the way that God wants me to operate. It doesn't have to be this pressing, this hard, like sometimes it's like that in different seasons. There are a lot of seasons where you work in grace and you work with the understanding that I'm working with the grace that God has given me. I may not have 10 hours in my day to dedicate to one thing. I may get that here and there, but there are some days where I have two hours and I can work on that one thing that I've been given to do. And that's faithfulness. That's my worship to God to say, I'm going to put forth effort in the things you've given me to do. And then the last thing to overcome is habits. We have to work on our habits and gaining good habits. This helps us show up. What we do daily matters. How we show up daily matters. How we give daily matters. What we put into our body matters. These habits that we have are not just working out and all of those things. It's making sure that you have what you need to set the tone for your day. What do you need to pour into yourself mentally? How do you need to make sure that you're actively working on your triggers, actively working on being vigilant in the way that understanding that you got to put on the full armor of God every day because the enemy does not want what you have to offer to be put out into the world. He wants resistance. He wants you to give up after the resistance happens. He wants you to give up when God is testing you to make sure you are perfect and lack nothing in your faith. And so because of that, our habits are important and habits are a lot of times built in counseling from when you identify what those problem areas are, you can then put the habits in place to start to begin to knock away at the things that have caused you to be triggered or the things that have caused you to not put forth the effort. And so I hope this really helped you again in kind of giving you a full scope The biggest reason sometimes trauma impacts the way we show up in our business is we lack understanding our identity and we also have to look at the lens that has been put on our eyes and the way we see things and it impacts the way we show up. 
how we can begin to overcome this is really beginning to work on what is holding us back. And that might be working on our mental health. That might be working on if you put out something, let's say you put out an offer in your business or a product and no one buys, and then you feel completely defeated and you're not willing to go back to the drawing board to begin to work on, okay, what did I not do? Is this product worth it? Is this product helpful to people? If it is, what do I need to work on to begin to show this to more people? Versus you just give up and say the business isn't worth it and I won't work on it. That's also a form of disobedience if that's what God has told you to do because you aren't willing to put in the work you have to do to just show up. And it's really a factor of persistence, diligence that goes back to Why aren't you putting in this work or this effort? Is it a season of rest for you? Is God saying put something down in order to pick something else up? Is God saying like all of these factors play into why you have to work on yourself in counseling to better identify what is the thing that's holding you back and working on it? Being faithful to it. So being faithful, having self-awareness and also working on your habits So the way that trauma can show up in multiple ways is it's just it can show up differently for everybody. But the biggest factor is what I described is knowing your identity and really looking at your lens because everybody struggles differently. It might be rejection. It might be self-sabotage. It might be imposter syndrome. It might be just whatever. So really, really identify those things and really, really try your hardest to just take the step to go work on it because it matters. It really, really matters. Anyway, I love you all. This is the ending of this episode and I love you so much and I will talk to you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.